Let's pray. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus upon us. Father, we worship you, Lord. Minister to us yourself, Lord. And quicken our, our peace. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Upon with me to the book of Mark, chapter 16. I'm going to read from verse 15. Mark chapter 16, beginning from verse 15. Can you put it on the screen, please? Mark chapter 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise the Lord. Now that we all that have been in the scripture in the, in the gospel for quite some time, we know that those are great promises for believers. Great promises for believers that we should be able to claim as a believer. The one I want to zero in on is if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Praise the Lord. Now, what can make that to fail? Let's ask ourselves. This is a promise for the Lord of Jesus, for the believer. This sign shall follow them that believe. One of them is if they eat, drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. What can make that to fail? That if a believer was poisoned, it hurt him. What can make that to fail? Sin. The edge is broken. That is what I'm going to talk about today. The edge. Go to Job chapter 1. Let's see what the Lord was boasting of Job and what Satan told God. Job chapter 1, verse 10. Read verse 10. Put it on the screen. God was boasting of Job, and the devil said, As, as not thou made an edge about him, and about his house, and about all that he has on every side. So then, what Christ is saying when he said, If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hold them, is the fact that there's going to be an edge around us as saints of the Most High God. Now, think of what is going on in this generation right now. And I'm going to give you something that is happening in the world about this jihadists. How they are attacking churches, attacking anyone that is not in their religion. And recently it has been, this, I, we got this in the news, in the, not in the news, the military, sending to all the, what they call the 
the servicemen, the soldiers, including we that are working for government, that these extremists have been sending broadcasting to all the what you call lone wolves. That if you are a jihadist Muslim, wherever in your country, attack them in your country, attack them, search for their families, poison them if you have to. Lone wolves, that is, don't wait for a gang of, you know, in Nigeria, Boko Haram. That's a group. Also. Now, they are announcing that you don't have to be a group. Do it yourself. And what the U.S. government is sending to all these military servicemen is that don't make yourself and don't go to the restaurant and let them know you with your military uniform. Like can make, you don't know who is serving, who is whether it's a jihadist. I can poison you or follow you to your house. They poison their families. Now, don't think this is only for the military. They are attacking churches too, also, in Nigeria. They want to poison if they want to. Now, we, as saints of the Most High God, should have no problem with this. If they shall not get any deadly thing, they shall not hurt them. That's the promise of God for believers. But why will it hurt a believer or his church? Now, this is why the Lord gave me this morning sermon today. Over this week, the Lord showed me a vision. In this vision, the newscaster came before his church, you know, like when something happened, you know, they will bring the camera, and the announcer said, this is the church where somebody died, and many other people are dying in the town from that same church. And I said, somebody has poisoned the food or their water. Where is this promise of God? And then some teenager said, when, when she was in that church, she was raped in that church. On a Sunday, on a, on a Wednesday night. I said, well, there must have been sin in the church. Because sin is a reproach. What did Logica say? If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Said, if you abide in me, and my word abide in you, then you shall ask what you will. So these promises of God, they are all conditional. That you are saved, regenerated. So the sermon today is regeneration. Have you been regenerated? Is there sin in the camp? Is there sin in the camp? The camp of saints. That a jihadist will say, let me give you what's going on. In this is from the book of the martyrs, so that you can know this is not just what we think may happen. This is what is already happening. We know all of us go and witness and bring people in. And we believers are very easy to believe somebody that says, oh, um, I accept your Jesus. I was in Nigeria, I preached in Nigeria, and I would be preaching in the streets, and somebody said, I want to accept Jesus. And I'll be praying for this fellow, and she'll be laughing. Laughing at them, they'll be laughing. You think they are, you think they are saved, you think they are giving their life. They are laughing. Some people can be laughing. This is what happened that I read in the book in the matters, the matters, what you call it, the voice of the matters magazine that I receive monthly. In Turkey, a pastor, one of the people, young people that we go about witnessing and bringing people in, and he was gathering people in his house and they are doing Bible study. And this jihadist wanted to stop him. So two young men talked to them in the streets. They said, Yeah, I will save your Jesus. Pray for them. Come to our Bible study. They came, not knowing that they were just secret agents. And 
washed out how oh, he went in and out who and who have came coming to this and then they came and it was the wife of this young pastor that was reporting this that one day this man just said it's enough they just came in they have come two or three times to their bible study and they just came in and attacked the pastor beat him up or kill him or whatever it is this is what is already happening in this generation and can still happen in America. That's why American government is sending it to because they are now saying, look, do it in your country. Attack servicemen. Attack their families. Go look for where they live. And these are long wolves. America is full of long wolves that we do that. That we say that. They wanted to just go and attack a church. And we churches are vulnerable. Very vulnerable. That is why if this word of God is not fulfilling our life. Where Christ said, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. If God cannot, will not do this for us, we are just as vulnerable. Look, we have water. People can come in and say, well, they are part of your congregation poison the water. We, that are even believers, we celebrate together, we eat together. Do we, and sometimes people even forget who pray over those food. That's, churches are doing that all over the nations. And these jihadis are everywhere and they don't have to be grouped, they can be individual. And coming as if they are part of the and so they are potluck and you just put some food there and poison them all. That is what that, vi that vision was portraying. That somebody just died in this church, the CNN came and said, and many people are dying in the town from this church. And I say, where is this word of God? And Lord God just said, there is sin in the camp. Sin in the camp. When the teenager said, she was raped in that church. On a Wednesday night. And I'm going to say, are you, have you been saved? Because we come, we go out, we bring people in. Yes, we say, you just come as you are. Come as you are. That's what we say, come to Jesus. Sinners are welcome, but is sin welcome? And after you are a sinner, you are coming in, do you still, be, do you still continue to be a sinner? And they can come to be a sinner if the world not, doesn't touch them. Number one, if the world doesn't touch them, they, and the Lord has not regenerated them. Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Put it out there, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. It is reported commonly, that's Apostle Paul saying to the Corinthians, that there is fornication among you. Such fornication as is not even named among, among the Gentiles. But the key thing was that he said it's a little leaven that will leaven the olum. A little leaven that will leaven the olum. That is what I'm talking about here. And you see that in verse, put it on in verse, uh, let's see. Verse 10 or verse 12, let's see. Verse 7. Verse 6, really. He said, Your glory is not good. Know you know that a little level, level the old lump, that is, when they are, you may say, Well, well, we are like a you are like a hospital, bring your sicknesses. And then if you are an hospital and sick people come and they never get healed they're just there they're still sick then that's not the hospital you want to be 
they should be there and be healed. So that is what this, the body of Christ has sinners are welcome, but they should not be sinners again when they are touched by Jesus. That is why we are going to talk about salvation today. That is why we are going to talk about salvation today. Have you really been saved or you are just playing church or just coming to church? Have you really been saved, regenerated? Because those who are Christ, they have crucified the flesh with the affections and the laws. And it's all kinds of sins you have to think about yourself that can break the edge. Because if there is sin in the camp, the Lord cannot allow this word of God we want to be claiming. It will not work for us. Now you have to remember, don't, forget, don't get me wrong. The Lord knows how to deliver some people and say, if the Lord is to say, well, it's only those people that are walking uprightly will not be hurt. And the other that are still playing with their sins and secretly doing those things that is not, is not right when they are not in the congregation. Of course, you just miss one Sunday week also. But what you do in your house is what God is talking about. What you do after you leave the congregation, that's what God is talking about. Now, if all of those things is going to make you the target, where they will say, well, this church, some people are dying. He didn't say all of them are there. He said some people are dying in that vision. No, sir. God knows how to make the person that is walking uprightly not to be hurt by what they eat or drink. No, sir. And then the one that is not walking uprightly, God knows how to leave him alone, that they poisoned them. They were hurt. They were killed. So that not God, God does not say that could be see. Because he wants us to be able to say, in this my fold, are you in that fold of Christ? If they shall drink any deadly things, are you in that fold as a person? That is what you should search yourself. Are you actually regenerated? Have you been changed from within? So that you will not you will be able to claim this promise of God. So that you are not the one that you have broken the edge. Not just the edge around the building, like those who come to this congregation. I mean the edge around you as a believer. Because if that edge is broken, the enemy will be able to get to you if there's an attack like that. Poison their waters. When Christ said, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Sin is a reproach to any people, is what Apostle Paul said. Or the word of God said. It's a righteousness, exalted nation. Let's see, what does it really mean to say you are a believer? What does it mean? What does it mean to say you have been born again? Christ said it in the Gospel of John. Let's go to the Gospel of John, chapter 3. Verse 3. Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3. Let's bring it down to the fundamental so that if you want to, if you are coming to Christ, you know what you are, what you are doing. You are committed. Your life surrendered to Christ. So that he can work his work in you and make you a new creature. That is when all those promises are yours. So if you are not committed, you are like a sinner that come have not been regenerated, you are still a sinner, and the edge is not around you. Or being in their midst, you are breaking in the edge. That man, you remember the story of the man that went with them to Baru in the days of Joshua. And that single man, you may say, well, God does not treat us like that, like a nation. 
Yes, he didn't, he's not treating us as a nation, but he's still treating his flock like a people for him. They went to the city of Jericho and they were to destroy the city and take nothing. And this Judah, this man from Judah, this young man, he thought, well, gee, I, nobody's looking at me. He took some of those things for himself. But he didn't perish alone. That's what God is saying. Why? You say, that's because God is taking the whole group as his people. And one single man's sin brought trouble to the whole army. And they went to the small town there and they were, some of them were killed and Joshua fell down before God and said, what has happened, Lord? And God said, there is sin in your camp. Sin in your camp. That is what that vision is telling me. Why they were saying this church, somebody died in church and people are dying in the towns from that church. Because there is sin in that camp. Let's, let's look at what the Bible says. Who are Christians? Have you been born again? Verse 3. The Lord Jesus Christ said, Verily I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He went for that again in verse 5. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So what does this born again thing? I want you to listen to me, especially you young people and you older people that have just joined the church. You have just joined the congregation. You need to be born again. You need to be touched by Jesus, not just a church thing. And this regeneration is the miracle God alone can give. It is a miracle. Just like a lame man cannot walk, the doctors can try to put things upon his feet and so on, but he's still a lame man. But when Jesus Christ touched him, he is no more a lame man. That is what we call a miracle. The same with sin in your life. You are a sinner unless Christ sets you free. The Lord Jesus Christ said it. Say, he that sinner is a slave to sin. He said that if the Son can, if the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. See, the Lord Jesus Christ is who makes people free from sin. Sin is anything that is ungodly, anything that is called unrighteous. Well, it's good to point to some sin so that you may know that way because people say, well, sin, they just it look like just a word, sin. Flee fornication. Fornication is a sin, not so. Adultery is a sin, not so. So is all the things that is called hatred. Because hatred can make somebody do it himself and poison his own, his own people, not so. This fellow did something to me, that fellow did something to me. Christ said that if you hate, you're also a murderer. And that is also a sin, also, also. So we can go on. The same with all the fraudulent things that Nigerians in Nigeria are used to. Fraudulent paper things. That is common in Africa, in Nigeria. To write some paper that you know is not right, you just go, I want to get this document from the government. It's still a sin. So I'm bringing it to the level of oh, sin. Oh, I don't commit adultery. I don't commit fornication. But you are still doing those fraudulent things with your business. And you think God is looking the other side. It's still a sin. Those are the things that can rub your edge as a believer. 
And if you are living that lifestyle, that means you have not been regenerated. And Christ can set you free. Christ can set you free. And that is what he is talking about when he says, man must be born again. He was talking to a rabbi that has been keeping all those. He, that man is not committing adultery, he's not committing fornication, he's, he's even very close to religiosity. But God is saying, you still need to be born again. And that is what we, every individual must first acquire, experience this born again thing from the Lord. If you have not experienced it, you need to come forward and say, Lord, I want to be born again. That regeneration is the first step to be a believer. You could have been going to church all your life. You could have been born and raised by church-going parents. But until you are regenerated by Christ, he has touched you and you know he has set you free from sin. Then that lifestyle of sin will no more be part of you. Because sin, he says you are a slave to sin if you, as long as you are committing sin. But the Lord can set you free. And that is, the good, that is the good news. And he wants to set people free today from those sins. Then you will be free. You will be able to claim his promises. Now, people stumbling in sin is not people living in a lifestyle of sin. You have to distinguish. You stumble into sin one day and then you repent if you are already a sin. But if you are living a lifestyle, it's a lifestyle. Let me give you examples. Some people are already... Before they know Christ, they were prostitutes as a lifestyle, as a means of making money. Now, if they come to Christ as they are, and Christ set them free, they shouldn't go back and say, well, gee, I still need to make money and still be prostitutes. If they are still like that, they, that means Christ has not really set them free. But when Christ sets you free, that lifestyle is broken and he will show you how to get money through other sources that will not be through that same bad source. People that were dealing drugs, before they know Christ, they have been, this is their business. Or they set up a gambling profession. They were sinners. Now if they come to Christ and Christ set them free, if they are free, that lifestyle it will be broken. Now, they can't say, well, gee, I still need to make a living and still continue in that lifestyle. No, because Christ will show them how to make a living through other sources. That is not sin. So, I'm trying to make you to see when you are free, you are free indeed, and he will set you free. And you can think of other things. The same thing, people that are having business, but they have to do this kickback and this lifestyle of fraudulent behaviors and all about bribery. If they come to Christ, can Christ set them free? They will be free indeed. Then they have to get rid of all those lifestyle of fraudulent business dealing. And be free indeed. I say, well, are you going to make money? God knows how to provide for you. He said, will, he will supply your need according to your riches, riches in glory. So I'm trying to make it to say that we must be born again first before we can really see the kingdom of God. That is what the Lord is telling us. Are you, have you received that regeneration from the Lord Jesus Christ? Or have you just been going to church, playing church? If you can't point to the day the Lord set you free, if you can't point to that day, you may, maybe you have just been raised in the church. You've just been raised good person. 
which there are multitudes of good persons in churches, but they, the day they are tested, that's when you know that they were not really regenerated. Tested with anything, tested with sin, or tested with uh, persecution, that's when they back off and say, no, they couldn't die for, for this religion. So you have to decide, you have to make up your mind, do you want to surrender to Christ? Surrender all the keys of your house, of your heart. To Christ, so that He has free access to set you free from all angles. You can't say, "Well, you Christ, you can take care of all of this." But see, I have to make money, so don't well, don't mess me, don't mess up on this side. He has to take control of everything. So that is what commitment to Christ is. And I'm presenting to you, and go again to Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen. When you are born again, you become a new creature in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. He said, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and all things become new. That is what you want to experience. Christ touching you, your soul, your heart. One day, and you became a new person. Your mindset is changed. Your ambition is changed. And it gave you peace. That is an experience that I say is a miracle. If you have never experienced that in your life, I'm going to invite you to come forward and we pray with you. And as you pray, ask Jesus to set you free. Because you need to be free from all those sinful nature. He has to take it away from you first. Before you can even see the kingdom. Otherwise, you are only just a churchgoer. And if you are just a churchgoer, you will be the kind that Apostle Paul said, get that evil doer out of your midst. Why? Because a little leaven leavened the whole lump. Come as a sinner, but when you have come to Christ, you are not to remain a sinner. You are set free. And there should be no hatred in you. And there should be no fornication in you. And there should be no adultery in you. He said, let it not even be named among you. And if you stumble and fall because of something, you will repent because the Spirit of God in you cannot be a sinner and it will grieve you and you will repent and make a, make a change. But it shouldn't be a lifestyle. If it's your lifestyle, you have not been born again. First John chapter 3, verse 9. First John chapter 3. Verse 9, he said, whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. Why? For his seed remaineth in him. The seed of God. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. He is born of God. This is the life he is calling you. Christ has called you and me into. It's that life. That is the new path. That is saying, you, when you are born again, you become his. He becomes your, he becomes yours. Then all those promises that we are talking about, if they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That promise will be yours. Then you won't be afraid that somebody is, uh, a choir is coming to poison the water of the city or the water of a church or food. Because the Lord is putting an edge around you. But if you have not been born again, you are on your own. You are on your own. The mercy of God perhaps is protecting humanity, but you are on your own. In verse 8 of that first John chapter 3, what did he say? 
First John chapter 3 verse 8. He said, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. He that committed sin is of the devil. You look at yourself and say, Gee, am I still a sinner? Or have I been regenerated? Have you been born again? That's why Christ said you have to be born again. Every sin. Look at anything you can say. This has to be sin. Unrighteousness. That's why I mentioned away from the business world to the lifestyle. If you have been homosexual and they say come as you are to Christ. When you come in and you are set free, you shouldn't be living that lifestyle anymore. Whatever is that sin that you have been practicing before you come to Christ, you are delivered and should not go back there anymore. And then you should walk in that newness of life. Say you are a new creature. But it's a miracle Christ is given to those who come to him with a sincere heart that they know that they want to enter heaven. They want to enter heaven. Revelation chapter 21. The book of Revelation Let's put the fear of God along with the dog, with the message we are preaching. Because the Lord specifically make it clear who is going to enter that city that we are talking about. Who is going to enter the city that we are talking about? Chapter 21, from verse 7 and verse 8, we are going to. He said, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But verse 8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable. So you can say, What is abominable? You wrap it up into all that God says abomination into his, in, before Him. Everything God says is abomination. Go search the Bible. Look for abomination, abomination that this is abomination in the eyes of God. He said, The abominable. Don't live in that lifestyle. And murderers. That's a cool hatred. He said, All mongers. That summarizes all the things you can say in morality and all liars and he mentioned sorcerers if you have been practicing sorcery before you come to Christ remember in the book of Acts of the Apostles those people they came and surrendered their sorcery books and burned it and said they wanted to give their life to Christ he said sorcerers and idolaters now he's mentioned idolatry because the world has been polluted with idolatry if you realize that this is idolatry you better get off of it And he said, and all liars. That is, don't practice lying. And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. So that should make you fear God. So we're not talking about just uh, in this world you may, you may suffer. In this world you may be poisoned by acquire. We are talking of eternity. We are talking of eternity. But what is the solution? Christ said, be born again. That is changing your heart from within so that you are now walking the narrow road. And you are now a new Christian in Christ Jesus. That is the summary of this message. Have you been born again? Have you become that new Christian in Christ? If you have not, today can be the day. Beginning of new thing. Today can be the day 
the beginning of new thing. And Christ is asking you, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavily, and I will give you rest. He wants, he, wants, he wants to give you that new life, new birth. But there may be something that is hindering you back, something that you say, I wanted to commit my life to Christ, but you see, I don't want to get rid of this one. Many people, one major sin may be what they don't want to get rid of. All the things where, you know, my friends, they will, I just don't want to, I just can't surrender the way this man is saying because I just don't want to lose that boyfriend. I don't want to lose that man friend. I don't want, those are the things you have to lose and surrender to Christ. Let him make you a new creature, a new creature. Let's stand up. Let's stand up. Do you want to be born again? Such yourself. If you have not experienced that in one time in your life, means that you have not been born again. You just joined a church. You've been part of the church for years. Which is common. Do you want the Lord to touch your heart and give you this experience because born again experience? It's Jesus that gives it. We can only pray. But Jesus is the one that touches the heart and he's looking at your heart. It's looking at your heart. Both young men, young people, and old people, it's looking at your heart. Are you convicted that yeah, you still have some sins secretly in the corner that has not been you have not been delivered from that sin? You want to bring it to the cross. Come forward. You know that secret sin. You want to bring it to the cross. The Lord set me free so that I want to commit my life and be a new, a new person, a new creature in Christ which only Jesus can do. No years in the church can change it unless it sets you free. And that is what we are preaching today, the regeneration that make you to be members of his family. That's what we are preaching today. If you have not been regenerated, you need to get that experience of being born again one time short and then walk in that lifestyle of new life that is say you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. And all things become new. And then I will give some of these literatures to you that will tell you how to walk. Which I have some of them here for those who come forward and some of them on the, on the table there. Anybody, bow your head and just keep praying right now. Bow your head and pray. Talk to Jesus in your heart. Talk to Jesus in your heart. Confess to him that you want that regeneration. That new life. That is the only one that can guarantee you all these promises we are all claiming. Talk to him. Repent from those sins that you know. They are secret sins in your heart. That only you know about it. Pornography. Maybe you have been participating in those things and you want to be set free. The Lord Jesus Christ can set you free. You may say only you know about it, but Jesus Christ is expected to be living in you, so he knows about it. So you cannot hide those things from the Lord. You cannot say, well, don't come to this room, Jesus. This is private room. Then you have not committed your life to him. You've got to be born again. You must be set free. Deliverance. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. If you want me to pray with you, you want to release. He said, don't be ashamed of me. If you are ashamed of me in this ungodly generation, he said, I will also be ashamed of you before the angels. Angels protect the people of God. He said, he has given his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all your ways. 
Well, angels wanted to protect this one. He said, no, no, not that one. I don't know him. Does he know you? Can Jesus Christ say, I know this one. This is my child. Protect him. Or he's going to say, no, not that one. I don't know him. If you ashamed to confess Christ, to come forward and say, I want to surrender all these sins, known or unknown. I want to surrender my life. I've never really experienced this born-again experience in my life. I just been a good person in the church. I want that experience. Come forward and confess it to Jesus and let him set you free. He can set you free today. Come forward and let him set you free. I'm waiting. The Lord is waiting. If the Holy Ghost is convicting your heart today that you need to be set free, you need to be born again, or you have some what we call stronghold, stronghold of sin in your life, stronghold of unforgiveness, stronghold of hatred. Those are all unrighteousness in the eyes of God. Stronghold of bitterness. Those are all unrighteousness in the eyes of God. You need to be set free also. Some corruptive ways of doing business that you think, yeah, I can't stop that because I need to make money. And you say you have follow Christ. You need to be set free from those and surrender it to Christ. That's what we ask you to come and be set free today. Because if it's a strong goal, it needs to be broken by the anointing. That's why we ask you to come forward right now. I'm waiting. Anybody? Come forward. And the Lord will set you free. Thank you, my brother. Any other one? Any other one? You need to be set free, delivered, so that you are not just church goer. You are not just a member of a church. Because if this, if somebody is poisoning the food or the water of a congregation, will you be able to say this promise is for you because you are one of the members of Christ? Or you are not. It's not that you be afraid. You are saying, have you been regenerated? Because Christ protects his own. They are part of his family. And that's why we are asking you that start from the fundamental. Have you been regenerated? It's not me that's going to regenerate you. These young people. It's Jesus that's going to do it. But if he has not done it, you better ask him. Come forward and ask him right now. He has not regenerated you from within. So that you can say on one particular day, I made my life surrender to Christ and he touched me and I was different from that day. You must be able to recognize that day. If you say, oh no, I was born like that. No, you are deceiving yourself. You have been deceived. You've got to know what sin is and then surrender. Then it touches you. Because if you think, oh, I was born, my parents were, gave birth to me since I was born. I've never done anything wrong. You are really not regenerated. You've got to come to Christ and be regenerated in the day. Being born again is an experience. And it's Jesus, like I say, it's not pastor this or pastor that. It's Jesus. But he's looking at the heart. He's looking at your heart. He's looking at your heart. That do you really want to commit to him? Do you really want to commit your life to Christ? It's a commitment to Christ. To forsake all these idols we are talking about. Forsake all this sinful lifestyle that we are talking about. And say, Lord, take over, change me from within. A new life starting from today. I'm still waiting. Some more people. Some more people that wanted to say, Lord, touch me today. Let me have that born again experience today. We said, come just as you are. But now when you come, you are normal to be just as you are. 
you are to be regenerated by Christ by Christ that deliverance come one day he is going to set you free deliverance and when you are delivered your opinion about life changes they see somebody that the Lord is touching right now don't be ashamed come forward come forward forget about who is looking at you forget about what everybody is thinking come forward and say Lord I want to surrender I want you to take sinful nature from me I want you to deliver me from this sinful lifestyle secret known or unknown I want you to deliver from this secret, life, secret lifestyle and let him set you free and you will become a new Christian in Christ like the Bible says keep praying everybody else keep praying today is your day of salvation today is your day of salvation tomorrow may be too late tomorrow may be too late the fear of God is to turn away from evil and the Lord is asking you come and surrender your heart to Jesus let him change it to a new creature a new person in Christ Jesus and you will be a different person from that day it is Jesus you are coming to not, not Pastor Julius no not Pastor no not the, this church no it is Jesus let him touch your heart and surrender it so that he can take away everything that will make you a new creature it is the Holy Ghost walk Holy Spirit walk and he wants to do that work in you but you've got to let him you've got to surrender and say Lord change me from within Lord change me from within let me have that experience they call born again that he said you become a new creature it's Jesus that is going to do it all I will do is pray for you but he's watching your heart now brethren that are in front just kneel down and talk to him yourself talk to him kneel down and just talk to Jesus ask him to come into your heart ask him to come into your heart that you want that new experience that born again you tell him Lord I want to be born again regenerated just tell him Jesus is here listening say I want to be regenerated Lord so that from within I am a new person and any rudiment of sin any spirit of infirmity every spirit of sin that could be hiding anywhere will be dislodged today it is you just coming with a sincere heart that Jesus Christ looks at he's looking at the heart the man of Galilee is looking at your heart saying do you sincerely want to be a new creature in Christ Jesus he's watching it's not just you can be like I said I've been in a place where I preach in the streets and they say yes pray for me pray for me and they are laughing with their friends no this is not a loving matter hell or heaven it's not a loving matter oh somebody poison the water that's nothing lake of fire is worse let's make it right let's make it right father we pray lord right now say order come by the shade that you're come by i'm going to just pray for you you say it to jesus yourself say it quietly to jesus let's take your hands off your Okay. Talk to Jesus. Say, Lord, give me this new bath. 
sincerely from your heart, tell him, Jesus, give me this new birth. I want to be born again, Lord. Let me sin no more. This lifestyle of sin or any rudiment of sin or the nature of sin, Lord, take it away from me. And let me be born again from today. Father, you have heard him. You know his heart, Lord. Touch him and fill him with your Holy Spirit, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep talking to Jesus and then thank him. Thank him that he has touched you. Tell Jesus yourself. Just tell Jesus yourself that, Lord, give me that new birth experience. Let me be regenerated from within today. Let me no more be a sinner. From today, I belong to you, Jesus. Just tell him with your heart, with your mouth. Quietly and with your heart, mean it. And me, we do it for you. Jesus, wash this, my sister, with the blood of Jesus. Let her be born again from today, Lord Jesus. It is you, Lord Jesus, she has come to. You know how to set her free completely and give her a new heart in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you have said you have given your heart to Jesus. Now, you stand firm in that liberty Christ has set you free. And now, walk in that narrow road. And they ask Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus, regenerate me. Say, Jesus Christ, ask you to regenerate you. So the Kalba shed that you're a combatter, Hobatara, the Kalba shed that you're a combatter, Hobatara, the Kalba. Jesus, touch our sister here, Lord Jesus. New life that you promised that we must be born again. Let her experience it, even today, that you will be a different person from today. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the Kalba shed that you're a combatter, Hobatara, the Kalba shed that you're a combatter. We're going to read this after us, just keep it for you. So I come by the shed and come back to keep this for you. So I wanna come by the shed and you're gonna come back, come by the shed and come back. Keep this and read it when you are home. So I wanna come by the shed and you're gonna come back. Surrender your heart and ask Jesus to regenerate you. You tell him yourself that you want that regeneration today. And you will be different from today. A new creature in Christ Jesus. That's what promise. So how the Macau the shed that you're a combat, the shed that you're a combat, the shed that you're a combat. So how the shed that you're a combat, the combat. My Lord Jesus, touch Jim right now. And let him experience that, that fresh, that born again experience. So that he know from today that he's a new creature. All things passing away. You all things become new. In, a, in his heart, in his mind, in his nature. That, that sinful nature makes him completely eradicated. Because that's what Jesus Christ came to take away from us. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. The Son of the living God make you free from sin today. And so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that come back. Thank him now. Just thank him. But you know he has touched you. Thank him. So that come back. That's just for follow up. You read yourself. Tell Jesus, Jesus, let me be regenerated today. Completely from today, let me be a new creature in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit. Let me be different from today, following Christ with faith. A regenerated soul, a regenerated spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for it. Jesus, I pray for our brother here on the Jesus Christ. You are the new life in him. We live and move and have a be in brother here, Lord Jesus Christ. 
Let him be a new creature from today. In the name of Jesus. A new creature. Oh, Hallelujah. Washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what he has for In the name of Jesus Christ. Every darkness disappear by the light of Jesus Christ. Come to you today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let him walk in that newness of life from today. Thank you, Jesus. By the anointing of the Holy Hallelujah. Tell Jesus, said Jesus, they may be regenerated today. I surrender my heart to you, Jesus. I want that regeneration that you call being born again by the Spirit of God. Let me experience it today, Jesus. Say, come into my heart and take me over, Jesus. Let my sinful nature be completely taken away from me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you for my brother. Feel him as your Savior, Jesus. Let him experience that born again experience that you give to us. Let him express it today, Lord. A new Christian Christ from today. Let him be different. His opinion is different. His mind is different. To follow the word of God. To want to please God and with him in the name of Jesus Christ. Touch him, Lord Jesus Christ. Let him be a new creature. Hallelujah. Feel with the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for him. A new heart. A new creature in Christ from today. Thank you, Jesus. This is for keep this one for fun. Read it later. Teach you how to confess the word of God. Did I give you one already? You can go back to your seat and be rejoicing that the Lord has touched you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, this is not a laughing matter. You know it. Not just the hell and the, and the, and the lake of fire, which is the fear of God. Even what is going on in the world right now, you have, that we just mentioned, is what us to cry unto God for. So we want to be serious with our life. Serious with righteousness. Serious without holiness. Say, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. We read Psalm 91. He said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Then he gives so many promises. Those promises are for those who are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. So your goal, my goal is to continuously dwell in that secret place of the Most High. Every day. Every time. So that the edge that is surrounding me is not broken. The edge that is surrounding us is not broken. Then you can trust the Lord. Doesn't mean that the persecution can stick or can allow persecution, but not like things like he has promised already. If they drink a little things and not hurt them. Why should I be hurt when Christ has already given that promise? We should be able to trust and have that faith of the Son of the Living God. I still have some of this paper. This is more like a follow-up. When you pass on the door there, you see it. A copy of you can take a copy of it yourself, every other person. Take a copy because it takes just talks about some Bible verses of how to confess your 
faith, confess the word of God, believe that now you are born again and you are a new creature. But it's still a war. We are in a war front. I put an example in that. In this, this is because somebody wrote to me from the internet and I was right, replying to him and I put those scriptures together and I said, let me give an example of that here. When you are born again and you say, Lord, I do, I am now yours. You are enrolled as a soldier of the cross. We are soldiers of the cross. Now, in the army, when you are a soldier, there will be a time when you are just in the barracks and all you do is exercise and drills. And then you go back and relax. And then there will be tomorrow you exercise and drills. That's just uh, temporary. But that's not Christianity. Christianity, we are already in the war front. Because when they send the soldiers to Iraq, they can't be complaining that, well, these people are still shooting at me. Well, this is going to be shooting at you every time. It's a war zone. And we as soldiers, we are in the war front. You should know that. So then, put on the whole armor of God. And also, fight to keep yourself alive. What did I say? Fight to keep your fight back to keep yourself alive. Fight back against the devil. Because you may become a prisoner of war. Which is what people are when they are trapped back into that sin. You don't want to be a prisoner of war. If they send you as a military guy to Iraq, you have to fight for your life. To keep yourself alive and to not become prisoner of war. And that is what Christianity is all about too. It's a war zone. That you have said, I now surrender to Christ. The devil has those pollutions in the world. They are part of his arrows. The devil has all those people that wanted to make you sinner again. They are part of his weapons. Now you have to fight to keep yourself alive. And I give some Bible verses, quote the scriptures. Because the devil came to Christ, he also tried to make him sin. It is written. You say to the devil, you say to the devil, you say to the devil. The thought comes to your mind, you say it to your mind. The thought comes from a friend, say it to that friend. The thought comes from some, say it to them. So you are on a war zone. So that's what I want you to read in that. That's more, let's keep it Bible verses and get some more Bible verses to confess. And that is how you keep yourself alive and in Christ. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're going to wrap it up right now and uh, let's do some um, offering. The, quarry, quarry. the praise team can come back and let's do the offering. Praise the Lord. They will give you some envelopes if you want to 